Nobody with the New York Yankees. The shortstop, number two. Welcome back. This is episode 178 of the NYYST podcast. I am your host, Christian. As always, joined by my co-host, Stack Guy Rye. Wow. Wow. And it's I'm getting my ass kicked in the game, so I got bumped down, Chris. Boo. You suck. You love it. I <laughs> you have fueled the fire this week. I've been waiting for this moment since last week when I was embarrassed on the show. You were no, you were legitimately embarrassed. Embarrassed. For, I was. Uh for for people uh playing at home, this will be week three of the Battle of the Brothers, guess that Yankee. And right now Chris is getting smoked twenty-four to seven by Stack Guy Ride. Yeah, listen, yeah, I mean, let I, me say I something. I put on a near perfect show last week. Let's go. Let me say something. We've had a we have we've had a lot of requests by our listeners that they want to join in on this. So if you're listening right now, if you listen to us on iTunes, if you just follow us on Twitter, if you don't listen on iTunes, leave us a five star rating and in the review, tell us you want to join, and then we'll put something together. Maybe uh, if especially if these owners and players can't come to some type of an agreement, we don't have baseball. Maybe we'll put something together where we can do it across you know our our listeners uh, listen. What is it? Fan base, listener base, whatever, base where, they, where they can join. I think that would be cool. So, yeah, good idea. Five-star rating review. If you want in on the game, leave us a five-star rating review. Say that you want in on the game. And we'll, even if there is baseball, we'll put something you together. Ever watch, you ever watch the, uh, what is it? The Beast? What was it called? That show? Yeah, no, the, the guy's name is Stump the Beast. The job. Stump the Shop. Stump the Oh, no, no. I'm talking for, about the... Yeah, no. There's a game show where the big there's a fat yeah, British Beast. guy. And his name is the Beast. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't know if that's the name of the show or not. Ryan will be the Beast Stump, if he Stump continues to. With that, if Ryan uh, continues to kill show. me in this game, the then chase, the chase. Ryan will, Ryan could be like the Beast, and people have to go up yeah, against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect, dude. I like that. That's great. <laughs> All right. So before we actually get into the crux of the show here, we're going to, you know, we've been talking about coronavirus for God knows how long. So, you know, this is not we don't ignore world issues or what's going on in our communities or country. So, uh, you know, I do want to use this platform to say this. And it's that uh, and I just want to leave it at this. I don't want to make this show all about this. If you guys want to add your own words to it afterwards, that's fine. But we don't have to make this a whole big, uh, a whole show about it. I do just want to say this, that um, it is okay to support the police. It is okay to support the black community. Uh, there, are, there are plenty of good police officers out there. There are plenty of good people out there in the African-American community. Uh, we shouldn't stereotype people based on the actions of uh, the the people that do wrong. Uh, you know, as Chris Rock has said that in the past, that the police, uh, being a police officer, is like the one job that you can't have a bad apple yeah. in because it ruins the bunch. It ruins it for everybody else. And it's true because... 
my wife is heavily involved in running uh, running things for the PBA in, in her town. I you know I have family members that are cops. You know, I wouldn't come out here and say they were good people if they weren't, but they are. And it's it's a shame that uh, the actions of the of of a few bring down the many. And uh, you know, and you know, so it's okay to support the police. You're not a racist if you support the police. You're a racist if you're if you're a racist. Okay. If you if you can't at least at, at the very least sympathize with what the African-American community is going through, then then you might be a racist. And that's where I lie with this thing. I'm fully in support of the protest. I'm fully in support of the police. You can be in support of both. Absolutely. What you cannot be in support of is racism. And that is where we have to draw the line. Because do you country. know who do you know who else is in support of the protest? The police the good police officers out there because we've seen proof of it. And the biggest problem in this country right now, regardless of what you may think it is, it's all the different things that are dividing us. And and part of the reason that these things divide us are not actually based off of facts. And instead they are based off of ignoring the facts, ignoring, you know, if I post something that show that, you know, I say it's a beautiful thing to see that, you know, we're, we're in New Jersey, the Camden Police Department standing with the protesters and leading the way with them, that that's a beautiful thing that I'm all of a sudden, you know, someone to blame for this whole problem. And that just can't be OK. That can't be accepted by anybody. Just like what happened to George Floyd should not be accepted by anybody. No one. One bad cop is too many. One bad cop who does that, I, I'm sorry, there's been plenty of unjust killings between, you know, black people getting killed, white people getting killed, Hispanic people getting killed by police. But this one was different for me. This one was just, regardless of what, what George Floyd had done, to put your to put your knee on someone's neck while they're begging for their life saying they can't breathe and just completely ignoring it is a disgrace. But at the same time, I'm not going to sit here and have to defend myself for being a white person in America. Because guess what? I'm with you. No matter what color your skin is, if we have the same morals, if at the end of the day, we don't want to see any racism, any police brutality, we don't want to see anyone discriminated by the color of their skin, then we are together. Regardless of how we get there, we are together. So stop. The separation has to stop. And I don't blame the people for it. I blame I blame the media. I blame a lot of people who have a lot of power in this country of the of the narratives that they push to deliberately separate us. And that's the truth. I'm someone who bases a lot of things off the truth. And sometimes if if you know the biggest argument to me so far during all this, even though I've done nothing but su support the black community in this, in this movement and say how disgraced I am. The biggest argument back to me is I don't know what it's like to be, to be black in America or that our country was evil and, and there was slavery and uh, you're right. You are right. But you know what the beauty of this country is right now? That not one black person or white person living in it knows what it was like to live during slavery. Not one. 
we can all sit here and learn about it and we can say how much of a disgrace it is but we should all be together if you have good morals in this country which most people do you do not stand for any racism you do not you instill that in your children and you do not tolerate what we saw this past weekend end of story and if you can agree on those things on those morals then there is no reason why we should be fighting with the people who have those same morals. And once that stops somehow, then maybe we can all fight this together. But I was saying, you know, we were me and Ryan before we came on, and this is the last I'll say, I, I know we don't want to make the whole show about it, but you know, the history of this country, the history of anything, whether it be evil or something beautiful to be inspired by is important because if something's bad you don't just act like it was mm-hmm. never there those are things that you have to look at as i never want that to happen again i never want to sorry right sorry uh, no they're they're mistakes and you have to learn from your mistakes of of the people that came before you those right. are blatant mistakes and that we need to that's learn the thing from. right none of us made that mistake no no black person made the mistake of doing anything to get killed back in during slavery no white none of us right now have made that mistake we don't have to learn from a mistake in this sense but to learn that this is what this country was about back then and we can never allow that to happen again or even come close so it made me think and like you just keep progressing through the history to where we are now and me and Ryan were talking about, you know, the Civil War. You had over 2 million people, 2 million Americans, not just white Americans, black Americans too. They fought to to stand with the North to end slavery. Over 2 million people, Americans in this country, fought to end slavery. Oh, more than half a million died for it. Imagine if imagine if the slaves back then said to the to the white people trying to fight that no they got this because you don't know what it's like to be a slave or if the white if the white people said no you don't know what it's like to deal with to deal with white people we'll handle this it wouldn't have worked they wouldn't have won they needed each other to fight it you needed no matter what the color of your skin was you needed to be together and fight for that one goal together to end what the South was about at that time. And they did that all the way back in what, what was it? 1860 something. 18, yeah. 1865. I think was the end of the Civil yeah, War. So it was 1860 because it was five years. How do you know the end of the civil war, but you can't figure out when I give you clues from the Yankees in 2000 because my brain is just, <laughs> my brain works in weird ways but i mean what the hell was i even just saying now oh oh so so wait no i'm not rambling so this is my last point so back in 1860 you had white people and black people fighting together for the same cause now it's 2020 we all want to fight for the same cause and anyone who doesn't i i do not want to be around nor will i tolerate and that's what this country as a as a whole needs to start doing. Stop getting defensive towards people. Hear them out. 
hear their feelings, whether you agree with them or not, and then let them know that you're with them regardless. And that's it. And I think that's what it will take. Anything you want to add, Ryan, before we move on? No, you guys really, you hit it on the head. I, I agree with what what the points you two are making. It's really, you know, for me, the, the main thing that I want to see come from this is is that all the the police, the, the unnecessary use of force, it needs to start to be held accountable. And that's something that we won't know until, you know, we experience it. But that that's that's for me the, the biggest next step is to, yep. to hold people accountable for their actions because it seems in the, the precedent that has been set in, in police brutality, the, the lack of accountability is the driving force. It's it's not being held, uh, not having consequences for your actions. So, so for me, that's the thing I would like to see the most change. I and, think, and, I, and I totally support the fight for that. I think that's the biggest step. And again, we can't like everyone's mad that a lot of people are mad that he's only getting possibly a second degree charge now. And not a first, but you also have to remember that they can't shoot too high with this because if they go in with a first degree charge, I'm not saying that he shouldn't, it shouldn't be first degree. I would be fine with that. Of course, I think he should, you know, should get the maximum of anything. It was disgusting. But what I'm saying is if they go in at first degree, they're, yeah, yeah, but I'm not a lawyer. And as far as I understand, first degree murder is like you had that on your mind all day. Okay. Going out to kill you're right. Somebody. Well, you're right. That's part of that's part of the problem is so that I don't think they can probably charge him with that. And okay. Bumped. They already bumped up the charge from. Yes. The, from third degree. So this is what I'm talking about when I when I say that. Instead of looking at the facts and looking at what's real here. Most people let their emotions get the best of them. And that's not always a bad thing. But in cases like this, it is because if you understood what first degree murder was and they did what you wanted and charged him with first degree, he would probably get off scot free. They would it would he would not be guilty of first degree murder. That's just not what first degree murder is. Now, to Ryan's point, that's my number one thing. I think these cops that do do these things to anyone um, should be held more accountable and in all the research that i've been doing on all this the biggest problem that i've noticed is that most times when when a cop kills a civilian it's the own police department that's doing the investigations yeah okay? that's the problem they're not releasing the names of these police officers they're doing their own investigations they're putting them on leave yeah. no it should immediately you need a third party yep. arbiter to, to come in there and without bias it's it's tough to do but it's doable yep and that because that union that union is super super strong absolutely the union of the police we'll, we'll leave it at this and this is the last i'll say on it is nobody condones police brutality nobody condones the rioting you condone protesting and you condone and you stand with the police department. You stand with the protesters and you don't stand with racism. It's it's and I saw some I'm not going to take credit for it because I've seen somebody other hundreds of other people tweet it. It's racist versus everybody else. Pick the team you want to be on. My favorite tweet ever. I actually never retweet anything. And I re I retweeted that it's everyone versus racism, man. And that's how it has to be regardless. So and I'm not saying that. You know, I'm that doesn't mean I'm not listening to the black community. I hear you and I understand you. But what but 
what the main goal is. We need to fight together now. It's everyone versus racism. That was my favorite tweet ever. Now we'll move on to uh, some less serious business because, as in, there might be no business, mm. as in Major League Baseball. Do you remember when? Do you remember when the Astros shit happened and we just talked about the same thing over and over because yeah. it was just like this downward spiral of fucking Twilight Zone bullshit. That's I, what this uh, is becoming. Can I read a Joel Sherman tweet from yesterday? Here's what he had to say. Uh, I have heard greater pessimism today from folks on both sides about MLB launching a season than at any point. People who previously thought the sides would find a way now expressing at least greater doubt, often even more than that. So it's not looking good. Well, the, the players came back with a proposal after we la- we did our last show. We're recording Thursday night, uh, June. Today's the 4th, right? So... Uh, they came back with an, a proposal, and what did they want? 114 games, I believe it was. Yes, it was That's 114. What they came back with. And the owners basically told them to shove it up their ass, which you knew they were gonna because they they've been between 50 and 82 games this whole time. And the reports that you hear is that the owners don't even want to come back with a counter proposal, which backs my argument from last week that the the players stand to lose more because the owners are willing to play chicken here and not play next year. Just because they're being stubborn doesn't mean that they don't have more to lose. And Evan Roberts did a whole 20 minutes on it the other day, agreeing with me. I don't care what Evan Roberts did because, because he said it. Now that means it's gospel. No, no. I'm just saying that he, he agreed with my take on it that so YouTube can go you know, listen because he made a great point this is not just going to affect baseball in 2020 this is going to affect baseball for a long time and they I'm telling you the owners at the end of the day will be fucking kicking themselves in the ass for not making this work Every, I think everybody will be kicking themselves in the ass for not making it work. But the fact that they're willing to, that as of right now, they're not even going to counter what the players did shows to me that they don't think that they're going to stand to lose as much as the players do in their minds. Now, maybe you feel differently what might actually play out, but in their minds, they feel that they can that they can withstand this more than the players can. Or else, sure. why wouldn't they be willing to go back to the table and come back with something? And yeah, I don't no. know if we talked about this on the last episode, but then did they come up with a. The 50 game proposal, and then they said they'll, they'll prorate. It was it. after yeah, our course. last show. Of course, you want to prorate 50 games. Yeah. Now you prorate 50 games because it's back down to a third yeah, of what you wanted to pay him in the beginning. Yeah, that's what that's what we were talking about via text. the The original kickback from the players was was the whole revenue share uh, taken out of their salary on top of a 50 percent salary cut because of half the games, and it cut it down to what them taking 30 percent of their salary instead of 50 and then the owners instead of actually coming back with a respectable negotiation you know offer for this negotiation they come back with okay keep your revenue we won't take any of because of revenue out of your pockets but we're only going to do 50 games well what did that do that put us up to what 33 percent of of salary now is the same thing it was it was more of a it was more of a slap in the face than people realize so I mean, we're coming we're coming down the pike here where uh, something's got to give. You know, we got to come up with something, whether or not they're going to play or not this year. Because if you want to start, 
on the first weekend of July, which is July 4th weekend this year, you, you, you got to get going here because the players are going to need two to three weeks of spring training. We're already through the first, we're basically through the first week of June here. So there's got to, within the next week, I'd say we got, we're going to have to come up with a yes or a no and gun to my head, you know, will they play? I think when you get down to the zero hour, they'll come up with something. I, Cause I think both sides really under, at the end of the day are going to understand that neither one of them can really afford to miss the season. I, Whether or not you you want to argue who's going it, to – it'll be worse for, but neither side can afford to miss the season. I think – I'm sure I flip-flopped on this matter a couple times, but I feel like I've stood pretty firm in saying that I didn't think they'd come to an agreement this whole time, that it just wasn't going to happen. I think I was that was more based off of the logistics of it, and now it's just based off – Negotiation, but the worst part about this now delaying. First, I'm, I'm, let me put you on timeout for a second, Ryan. While he's talking, do me a favor because the NBA agreed to their return to play proposal today. Can you look it up in full? Because I didn't. I want to go over the whole thing real, real quick. All right, thank, thank you. All right, go ahead. Um, I think the worst part of this right now is that most places now are are allowed to start working out and whatever, like. In New York, the Yankees were told that they can now get together for baseball activity. So is that in New York, or they have to do it down in Tampa? No, I think it was in New York. I'll, I'll look it up while we talk, but I'm pretty sure. And is that happening at all? I mean, just because the players and owners can't come to an agreement, are the players still showing up if they can to work out and to take swings? And you know, is that stuff I- happening? I haven't, I haven't seen it. Anybody. I don't think they're going to show up until they have an agreement to come back to play. Uh, I got the NBA stuff. You want me to talk about it? Yeah, let's go over this real quick. I know. Uh, this yeah, is so it passed. It passed today. It was a twenty-nine to one vote. Only one team uh, voted against the proposal. That was the Portland Trailblazers. I was going to say the Warriors because. Steve Kerr was would be like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. All right. So under the plan, thirteen Western Conference teams out of fifth. There's originally fifteen in each. Uh, thirteen Western Conference and nine Eastern Conference teams will play eight. Only eight regular season seeding games. A possible play-in tournament for the eighth seed and playoffs at the Walt Disney World Resort. Top 16 teams in the Eastern and Western Conferences will be joined by teams currently within six games of eighth place in the two conferences. And That's you know why the, they did that, right? Why? Because they wanted to get Zion Williamson in the Hornets. Oh. Well, you got I the Pelicans, that, Portland, uh, no, San Antonio, no, Sacramento. I'm sorry, the Pelicans. The Pelicans. I, get, I still get them confused because they used to be the Hornets. Yeah, now they're Charlotte. But Charlotte didn't make the cut, and I think uh, the Knicks didn't make the cut. No, the Knicks didn't either. Yeah, but so yeah, I mean it. It should be interesting. Well, didn't they say that's? I was reading. I I saw something today that said that the finals would be in October for this. Yeah, I, th- I think the mid October would be the fin. Yeah, July the season. The season will continue and it'll be from July thirty first to October twelfth, and then uh yeah yeah so October twelfth would be the last game I guess of the finals. And this is why I'm bringing this up. This is Major League Baseball. This is their October's their time to shine. Mm-hmm. They're going to be sitting dormant and letting the NBA yeah, take over. They're going to take over. Well, they're going to take over. Well, not if the – what was the one proposal that would have taken the uh, regular season through April 29th or something? Uh, August uh, – October 29th for baseball. 
that would eliminate that problem. Yeah, but they can't do that because you can't have the postseason in November. It's impossible. Well, if you can, if you do it at neutral locations. Uh, the, 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 but the plan is to play in home stadiums, and then you're just going to move the postseason to. Yeah, no, a then you can't site? do it. Then you can't do it. I have I have the state of New York here, according to the governor, um, of what he's allowing to resume, and as far as pro sports go, um, he said this was in back on May 20th, I believe. Uh, horse racing and auto racing can resume June 1st without fans. As for baseball, governor says that's up to MLB. So this sounds pretty interesting with uh, basketball here. The, there's going to be a play-in tournament for the eighth seed. The play-in tournament will include the number eight and number nine teams in a conference. If the ninth seed finishes the regular season within four games of the eighth, in that case, the number nine seed would need to beat the number eight seed twice to earn the playoff berth. So it's gonna, it'll be like a legitimate tournament. And then yeah, what is that which, called when you have a double elimination kind of thing? I don't know. Double elimination kind of. <laughs> yeah, like a round, like a yeah, double elimination. Round robin, yeah, yeah. Round but robin. no, it's a double elimination. But, but I would go ahead. I just think that like I would be cool with that as a basketball fan, only because they played most of the season at this point. Like they played a lot of the season, right? right. So. At this point, you have a lot of teams established and who was Same on goes top. For hockey. And then you just kind of make it cool that, you, yeah, you're missing the rest of the season. But you know what? Let's make it fun. And, and at the end of the day, most teams that are in going to be in the playoffs would have been anyway. Are they doing like – because I heard this on the radio yesterday, on Wednesday, that they're just going to play the next eight games on your schedule and if, if that team is not invited you just skip to the next game like the next next game is supposed to be against the warriors so they're not invited so they would just go to the next game interesting that i i'm not seeing i i got i'll look into that but that i feel like that would be like hard to do for the schedule yeah but that's that's gonna eliminate a lot of games which is what they need because they're confined to only so many places to play at this point the NBA's got a bunch of cockamamie way they want to give home field or home court advantage that they were talking about flying in the actual court they use for in say Boston. Oh yeah, they, and if Boston's the home team, then they would actually use that court from the TD Gardens arena. Listen, if you if you haven't done this in your life at least once, YouTube uh, a crew putting together a basketball court like. Uh, when it's you know if a basketball and a hockey team play the same arena when it's when the hockey game's over if they have to get it ready for the basketball game how they put that court together and how quickly they get it done they could definitely do that yeah so here it is what you were talking about christian so if a game comes up against a team that wasn't one of the 22 invited uh you just skip over that opponent so four teams the lakers heat magic and blazers cannot reach eight games by the conclusion of their schedule uh, because, you know, the, the teams are eliminated that they're facing. So they'll likely fill in those four teams' final games by pitting them against one another. But you, it's not official yet, they're saying. You know what I wonder? It's probably nothing that we could ever find the actual answer to. I wonder if NBA, if the NBA is compensating those teams that aren't invited. Because you, got, you have to imagine that if the season's going to resume, that those owners that aren't invited are going to be pretty pissed off. Because you're still losing money, I don't think so. Be well, maybe the owners, but the, on the team. That's what level, I'm saying. Uh, the like, owners. Uh, I heard, um, like 
I don't forget who exactly said it, but they said like, I'm, I don't, why are we coming back if we have no shot at this thing? Like, it, yeah, I would rather not play at all. No. Yeah. I think on the players level, it's fine. But as, as an owner, I'd be like, wait, but I think you're going to resume and you're far, just telling me I'm not invited anymore when I should yeah, have had X amount of more games to play. But they're not playing in their home. They're not playing in home arenas. They're playing at Disney world. Uh, you know, and there's so few games left that advertising and all that type of shit has been pretty much yeah. paid out already. And I'm sure there's some type of revenue sharing stream that whatever these other 22 teams are getting, the other eight are going to get. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm sure there's something. And, and you this might. You think like when they designate the home team at 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 the what is it worldwide sports? Do they get a cut of whatever sold? During that time, what are they? What are they selling? There's not going to be anybody there. What about vendors? Oh, right. Wait, even in Florida, they can't have because I I heard a clarification on this uh, in Texas. Remember last week we were talking about that they would let yeah yeah twenty five percent, but because uh, like Houston has a retractable roof, and I I don't know if they put one on the new stadium where the Rangers are playing in. Uh. But it would have to be open air. Like they would not allow the uh, the roofs to be closed in those stadiums if they were going to allow fans in. Damn, you know what sucks? This is supposed to be the Rangers' first year in their new stadium, right? Or is it next right. year? It was no, this, this year, year, right? Yeah. Uh, just think about all the shit that was made with the year 2020 on it for the inaugural season that no one's even going to be there to buy and you don't even know if anyone will – even be allowed at any games this year there that's crazy you know this is a, this is probably a stupid question and i don't know if there's an answer has been given to this but going back to baseball now the players are the employees of the owners why can't the owners just say you're coming back to work and just fucking deal with it here's what it is because they're a union this is what this country has a this country has a union problem yeah, no, no, listen. <laughs> Did I just alienate half our audience? Yeah, listen. Talk about the I, hey, you know what? You Jimmy know what? Hoffa just turned this podcast off. <laughs> it, and the, I, this is for the last two years, the first time I've been working since I was 15 years old. This is the first, in the last two years, the first time I have not worked in a union job. So I get it. I understand the protections that they provide for people, but I'm just saying, like, come on now. My, even with the union, if my boss told me I got to come to work, I'm coming to work. Yeah, but that's the thing. This is you're talking about a, a a lot of people who make a lot of money for these owners that they have a lot of leverage to to stand together and, and yeah, fight I guess against. It's probably, yeah, I'm just saying it should be a, it probably in my mind it should be a lot simpler. Like your boss is telling you to get your ass back to work, so go to work. Yeah, I listen. If that were the case, that'd be great. But again, where where I'd say this right. Given that theory, that thought, if it weren't about the money in any way of like what they're negotiating money wise, they probably could say, look, come on, we're starting to play. This is it. Right. But because this the money's involved and they're trying to take money away from the players instead of figure out how they how the players can make a good portion with a shortened season, that's when it gets tricky and you got you can't and go you bring until up a, you bring up a good point there with the money and this is why it's so much easier for the nhl and nba to come back yes. because their seasons were nearly complete these guys have basically gotten their entire salaries right. for 2020 yep. 
or 2019-2020 seasons. The MLB players haven't gotten – well, they got whatever they agreed upon to cover them through May, but they haven't played, so they haven't gotten anything yet. So this is where this becomes an issue. If they had stopped two-thirds of the way through the season, it would probably be a lot easier. We probably would be you know, coming back with something here, but they're starting from scratch, yeah. which – you would think would be easier, but it's actually a lot harder because of the money situation. Is, is MLB the only major sport that's going to have to deal with that problem? The NFL, I, I, I think. I mean, we I don't know. see, but I, the the main difference for me between the MLB and and you could link uh, NFL, NBA, and NHL all together is the whole salary cap thing because that's where the NFL might have an easier time because the the contract structure players is is already built off of revenue which is exactly what's getting in the way of the mlb mm. owners and players coming I thought you to were just an saying, agreement I thought, so I thought, you, I thought chris was just referring to like having to start from scratch here yeah well but but that still has to do with it because starting the my point behind it was the starting from scratch is tough because the players and their salaries and everything really you'd have to imagine at this point that even if even if um, the NFL can't have fans, they're going to start on time. Um, you would hope so. Yeah. Baseball is in such a weird place because not only is it the one sport that needs the most time to build until the season starts, so all these players are missing that time to get ready. Now when they finally agree, they're going to still need some time until the season starts. And then no fans are going to be there for the whole year. I mean, that's tough to wrap your head around. Look, at the end of the day, these two sides need to come to an agreement. It's going to screw that. They're going to screw themselves and the fans over if they don't come to some sort of agreement. Somebody's going to have to bite the bullet on this one. You can't. You got. Somebody's going to have to swallow their pride. And the owners, they they, they should honestly. I keep flip flopping on it, man, because I just want fucking baseball back. I really do. And you know, in, in the last three weeks, I might have said three different things regarding this. The owners just, the owners just got to say, you know what? We'll pay you for what you're going to play this year. And if the owners and if the players don't like it, then that's the players' problem. You know, it, I can't walk into work tomorrow and tell my boss I'm going to work two hours today, but you're going to pay me for eight. It doesn't work like yeah, that. Yeah, no. Look, it, it. So that's why the players, the owners say, you know what? I think. Let's play 82 games this year because I think if you played July, uh, August, September, you can probably get in a little bit of October. You can get to 82 games. You play half a season. We'll give you half your salary this year. How is that not fair? Look, when you texted me and Ryan and said the owners came back with a 50-game proposal, I immediately said that's it. It's over because the owners coming back with a slap-in-the-face offer like that is just – it's just – you're just going so far apart at that point where, yeah, the the players do have to sacrifice. They do have to sacrifice some of their salary and, and time and whatever for the owners, but the owners have to also. And to come back with something that was so unfair at that point, after the players made it known how upset they were about taking 30% of their salary, come back with 33% and take away the thing that they were arguing against but still have it at 33 percent that was a big slap in the face and it made the players say fuck you and now the owners are what sitting on their high horse telling the players they can go screw now 
Yeah, that's, the that's owners said they're not going to change their minds either. They're not negotiating. And, and, and then you know what? Counter. I don't. I do not blame the players one bit if they don't say, "Okay, boss, I'm coming to work." Then because that is so unfair. It is not even close to being okay. You want to give a little bit more to the to the owners and and say the players are sacrificing a little bit more than they should. F- fine, you just suck it up and you do it. But this offer is so one sided. It is ridiculous, and I do not blame the players one bit for not agreeing to it. You just got to lock them in a room. You know? if, you know? if baseball does not start, it is the owner's fault, not the players. I would, again, I would tend to disagree and say that it's both sides have to feel some type of blame for this. And I got to say, we talk about, we just got done talking about powerful people in this country saying certain things that, you know, they really shouldn't be. Let's talk about guys like Blake Snell with that video. I'm sure that didn't help the cause either. Like, I'm sure the players speaking out the way Blake Snell was, like, you think I'm going to come back and risk? You, you think the owners aren't thinking about the risk that are that the players are taking for them? And even if they no. are, you don't come out and say that you're thinking that. Look, man, it's easy. It's easy to send your troops to war when you're sitting in an ivory tower, you know? Yeah, when they're not part of a union. So that's that's the one that's why this is why I will side. this is the only I will 100% side with the players if they come out and say we will not play because we're afraid of the virus and I have no argument with no, that but they're no, not saying you're wrong. that you're you are Excuse so me? you so you think they should just take 33% and be done with it Listen why to what I'm saying to you you fucking idiot okay <laughs> If their argument well, why they don't want to come back is because of the virus, I can't argue with that. But they're not saying that. There's right, no help. Right. Yeah, no, I know. Whole, this whole thing is about money. They don't – nobody's helping You that. said that weeks yes. ago, Christian, because I said I think it's going to come down to money, and, and you said how disgusting it would be if that's the case, but it's yeah. playing out that way. Absol- no, I'm not saying it's not about the money. That's why I'm saying Blake Snell's comments like that were idiotic. It is about the money, and it – and right now, I can justify the players making it about the money because of the unfair proposal that was given to them. If it was even 40%, I'd say, okay, done. But but the fact that they were upset, openly upset about the 30%, and then you come back at 33 with just taking away the whole revenue thing, that's the owner saying, okay, we listened to you, but go fuck yourselves. That's all that was. It's like when you, it's like, okay, my, like the ice cream truck pulls up and your mother hands you a dollar and it's not enough to get the ice cream that you want. So she hands you a dollar 25. So I gave you more and it's still not enough to get you the ice cream. Exactly. You exactly. It is exactly like that. And you know what? Fuck you, mom, for, for not letting like me get saying, my ice cream. Well, Ryan, he said, fuck you, mom, bro. How do you feel about that? That's your mom. Is it your mom? Uh-oh. Take it out on you in the fucking game later, bro. I'm just kidding. Like I get- forgot we can't say shit like that, especially right now. I apologize, Mom. I love you. Your mother doesn't listen to the show. No, she doesn't listen Absolutely to Absolutely not. Um, before we actually get to the game, the uh, Japanese Baseball League was actually getting ready to start on June 15th. And I heard this morning that their superstar player, the MVP of their league Tyler last Austin. year, 
It's not Tyler Austin. I think he plays on that team, though. Didn't Tyler Austin go to the Yamaguri Giants? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, maybe you can Google this real quick and get his name. Yeah. Uh, he came. He has coronavirus, this dude. It'd be like if Mike Trout got coronavirus. Shit is real. But they're not good. They're not planning on stopping. They're just going to quarantine this guy. One of his teammates has it, and they're just going to keep rolling. That's, exa- so. that's exactly what they should do. What's his name, Ryan? Did you find it? Yam. Yam Kippur. No, that's a Jewish holiday, buddy. Uh, his Gomes? name is Hayat. Hi- I, I, dude, every every website it's it gets blocked right before I could read it. It's Hayato something. Are you watching Japanese porn? It keeps getting blocked Just every. Because I have you? ad blocker, I have ad blocker, and they pick it up. So, um, are you looking at you compilations? Are you one of those weird kids that watches anime porn? Like me or Ryan? Yeah, I have. Real I have people one of my don't tabs. do it for you anymore. One of my tabs. I didn't know anime was an actual comic. Yeah. I thought it was just strictly porn. So his name is uh, his last name is Sakamoto, and there's another guy, Oshiro. And one of those guys is like Ayato Sakamoto and catcher Takumi Ashiro. Yeah, Sakamoto is like he's like legit. Yeah, he he's was like the, the Central best. League MVP last year. Yeah, so it'd be like if Mike Trout got the Damn, violence. dude. So. I bet you Mike Trout's better than him. <laughs> I don't know. This guy's a shortstop. Do you remember? Do you remember when Matsui did the home run derby? When he was, I think he played for the Giants. He did. And he he did a home run derby against Barry Bonds the year before he did came he really? to the Yankees. I didn't yeah, know that. Like Yami Yuri Giants. So you, they're Yami Yuri Giants. They're the so Yankees, like the Yankees of Japan. Yankees of, okay, asshole. <laughs> uh, I'm just so. trying to get you fucking fired up, baby, because I'm fired up right now. Needs, you're the one that needs to be fired I'm up. I'm fired up. All right, all right so I want to apologize to our fans here because i don't even know if anybody's actually getting to the show segment the game segments because their shows the last couple of weeks aside from the the banter in the beginning and the game at the end have sucked i'm gonna say it because i'm so sick and fucking tired of talking about the owners versus yeah, the goddamn yeah. players so i'm not I, I i don't know you guys can overrule me on this but i'm gonna pull rank here as as a guy that usually formats the show and what we're gonna talk about i'm not talking about this shit next week unless there's an actual legitimate news of yes we're we're having baseball here is what it is or the owners and players have put a nail in this coffin i'm not talking about it i have a poll sitting here for two weeks now i want to get to i'll run other polls we'll do round four of the game i want to have a fun fucking show next week all right so i don't want to talk about this shit can we can we also agree on this even if there is something we need to discuss we can bring it up in the beginning of the show but we don't get into discussions until after the game is played like we can bring it up that we're going to touch on it after the game if it's that important but we get the game that's the that's our main source of content next week. See, we're we're scumbags like that. That for people that want to listen to the game, we're making you listen to the shit part of the show to get to the to the, to the good part of the game. Mm. It's like back in wrestling, back in like the early two thousands when they make you watch women's matches before they got to like Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock. So, oh, I'll be right back. Keep I love Stone, I love Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's like the only. Uh, the only wrestler I actually liked. But now, but now, like, women's wrestling was legit, so you don't want to actually run to the bathroom like Ryan did. Yeah, when he, he just he felt very uncomfortable when you mentioned women wrestling. 
Do you see what's in the background of, of his room right now? Yes. Do you see this thing? It's that's that's a fan, right? Oh yes, that that's a fan. Yes, that's. What about it? He he owns one. Yeah. How many times has he? Oh yeah, you're right. Cold? You're right. And he's like, I don't have a fan. About oh. how about how fucking cold or hot he is up here. <laughs> Who's in the picture up there? Is that Whitey Ford? I thought he said that was from Don Larson's Perfect Game. Oh yeah, yeah. He doesn't even know. So we'll just we'll just bullshit real quick. Before I think. Ryan well, I in. think you should just start giving me questions and give me an advantage. I'm not going to give you an advantage. Why don't bro? you tell me some of the players so I know? I'm not, I'm not telling you any of the players. What do you want to discuss? You wanted to bring something up. No, because we were just briefly talking about the show community because Ryan did the pop pop uh, pop. Earlier. pop. Uh, now it's on. It was on. It's on Netflix now. So I went back and watched it. I, I said I wasn't going to binge any more shows, but there's really legitimately nothing else to do right now. So I started watching Community again. There's legitimately nothing else to do. You have a one month old at home that just sleeps, eats, and shits. And then how else do I fill the rest of my? Isn't day? it crazy that they're just like machines when they're born, and it's just the same thing day in and day out. Don't you wish you could just eat, sleep, and shit? It would probably save me a lot of stress if yeah. that's all I had to do. Yeah. You're starting to see a little bit more of her personality come out now. Yeah, I can tell in, the, in some of those pictures. Hopefully it's your wife's Even, personality. Yeah, okay. First of all, my wife's personality is like a... I thought she was outside. <laughs> Even if you think that the baby looks like my wife, I, you should just say that it looks like me. Okay, it, because it she acts- is starting to look like your wife now. But if you want, because I'm loyal to my friends, I will I will continue to say, never it mind. Agi- it agitates her to no end. Okay. Like, she's absolutely like, I'm definitely going to do that. Okay. People say that she looks like me. I'm like... Okay, Did, like you, you married me, idiot. Like you just, obviously <laughs> find me attractive if you married me. Like why would you be upset if your daughter resembled me? Like, we just, but she, she's just like I cooked her for ten months and she doesn't even look like me. Like where's the, <laughs> where's the payoff in that? I know we just talked about the bullshit fluff and getting to the game, but did you see my comment on her one picture where Ava's uh, on her shoulder and like her face? You can't even really see her face in the picture. Did you see my comment on that? No, I was like, "Oh, she really actually looks like you here." She was so pissed, and then I gave her a couple this past week that she does. She is starting to look like her now. I still can't figure out who your youngest looks like. I can't put my finger on it. It's my father-in-law, man. She just looks like my father-in-law. It's crazy. Like Jack, when you leaned back and cracked your neck before, I saw Jack. Yeah, me and Jack are identical. Because your heads are like the size of bowling balls. No, it's the ears. It's also your heads are humongous. Yeah. All right, Ryan. You want? I'm talking shit about your nephew. You gonna you gonna say anything to me, bro? You want to step? No, nah, no, nah, I couldn't care less about that kid. <laughs> <laughs> kid was kid was fucking crying the other day because he forgot to say goodbye to you when we when we left. Oh, really? Yeah. He's like, oh, I didn't even say goodbye to Uncle Ryan. Now, yeah, now, next sad. time, I'll just tell him well, Uncle Ryan said he doesn't give a fuck about you. <laughs> All right, that's good so to see him again. Let's get to the game here because <clears throat> I'm first the, this week, right? No, that's not how this works. I actually got to bring. I oh, right. Let's see. Um, 
I've won I've won the kickoff every week at least. You get no points for it though. Yeah, I just get to yeah, lose I'm, the I'm first gonna, question. I'm just gonna uh, I'm just gonna unplug my headphones for this segment. <laughs> <laughs> Christian gave me all the names already beforehand. Well, now I just it. now I just have to match them with the with the questions he gives. <laughs> all right. So we'll run down the rules real quick again. Uh, seven players this week. We're back on that. Uh, you get three points if you answer after the first clue, two points after the second clue, one point after the final clue. You have three passes per week. If you don't use your pass and you guess incorrectly in all three uh, clues, you lose three points. Chris is getting his ass handed to him. It's 24 to 7. Ryan, as we speak, Chris needs a big week. Uh, I'm I'm losing hope that they're that you guys are actually gonna play for something because Chris is scared that he's gonna lose now. No, I we still will play for something. I still think it should just be you having to dye your hair half the color of the other of the winner. I Judy. agree with that. I'm on with that. All right, all right. So yeah. the the loser has to dye his head half. Of the color that the winner wants him to dye it, any okay. color. All right, deal. All right, you both are in agreement of that. Yes. Yeah, sure. Ryan, the other, the only thing he really wants you to do is cut your hair. I no, think I'm saving. Right, listen, saving you it doesn't have to be permanent dye, but if we're gonna get the one that washes out, it's got to be the one that lasts for at least, you know, two weeks or so or a week. Okay. Long enough that we could put this on social media. Yes. So you're gonna go to work with half your hair dyed pink? I'm not gonna <laughs> lose. So, okay. all right, that's that's tough talk right there. So let's get started here. Uh, we'll go with player number. Or actually, here we go. In Aaron Judge's record-breaking 2007 season, he led the American League in runs scored. How many runs did he score that year? One twenty-three. Ryan, what's your guess? Um, 124. Ryan gets the Duke. It's 135. Oh, wow. All right. That's scummy. That's just a scummy play. This the isn't, this isn't is Price is right. right. It's on Bob Barker. Well, actually, right, Christian would be Bob Barker in, in this instance. Maybe I'm Drew Carey. Uh, true, 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 true. Uh, you got to go classic on that one. You Definitely can't be go Drew Carey over Bob Barker. I just said you got to go classic, bro. Shut up. I tailored this game to your spec- uh, to your knowledge this week, so. Yeah, well, let's get that out of the way <laughs> for everyone listening. We What's gotta, Bob Barker's famous line from Happy Peter. Gilmore? The uh, price is wrong, bitch. Oh, yeah. The price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> well, Ryan, you used text to talk last week to cheat, so I had it's to true. go first. Yeah, it's true. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Clue number one, I appeared in the World Series in each of my four seasons with the Yankees. And remember, you have 10 seconds to guess. Wait, he was only on the Yankees for four seasons? The clue states that I appeared in the World Series in each of my four seasons with the Yankees. Luis Soho. Incorrect. Chris, do you want to hear the clue again or do you want to make a guess? One more time, I want to hear it. I appeared in the World Series in each of my four seasons with the Yankees. Nick Johnson. No. He, he, no. 
All right, clue number two. I had the worst batting average among major league qualifiers in 1997 and then was traded to the Yankees for Kenny Rogers. Paul O'Neill. No, that is also incorrect. Chris, do you want to hear the clue again? One more time. I got it. No, I got it. Scott Brocious. Yes, it is Scott Brocious. Good job, Chris. So that's two points. How come you guys, how come you don't get excited when I get a question right? But last week you're laughing and you're smiling and you're clapping. No, because the ball was rolling down the hill. I I got it. By the time we got to like round six, I was just like, wow, you're getting your ass Well, immediately the two things I thought were who was a bum that was like a superstar in the playoffs in the Yankees and who came in 1998. And then I got it. So who went first? Brian did. So this is Chris's clue. I won the Cy Young seven times with four different teams. Say it one more time. I won the Cy Young. Roger Clemens. God, I mean, how much easier is that going to get? Well, I'm sorry. If it was your question. You should have just right. said Susan Waldman gave a huge speech about me Ron, when he returned. Well, that was Andy one the, Owner's what? box. Was that one of the clues? <laughs> uh, one of the clues was I was in George Steinbrenner's box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I always say you know you know I was at that game right? Yeah. And there was a bench clearing brawl that day. Took me out of Houston. When that came on, man, because. If you know me, Roger Clemens, before the whole steroid shit came out, was my favorite pitcher ever. War number 22, everything. When yeah. he came on the screen, no one had any idea. I went fucking nuts. All right. Ryan, can you go? Who, wait, it's Ryan's turn, right? Yeah, I'm up. All right. Can you go nuts for player number three? The Yankees traded me along with two other players to Montreal to acquire Javier Vasquez. Jeff Nelson. No, that is incorrect. Chris, do you want to hear the clue again? Please. The Yankees traded me along with two other players to Montreal to acquire Javier Vasquez. Montreal. Nick Johnson. Who's cheating now? I swear to God, uh, I swear I'm not cheating at all. I said him before and he popped back up and I was like, I'm pretty sure because Nick Johnson was there when the switch was made to the Nationals and he was still on the team. Right, right. So he Good came guess. to my head. Good pick. Good pick. Damn, someone's on fire. All right. What's the score now? Uh, you just earned yourself uh, eight points. So it is 24 to 15. Player number four. This is Who's up here? Yeah, Chris. All right. The Mets traded me to the Yankees in 2003, where I pitched just nine games before being traded to Seattle for Jeff Nelson. Michael Pineda. Yeah, that's no. right. <laughs> Shit. I wish I, I wish I didn't say that. Uh, All right, Ryan. All right. The Mets traded me to the Yankees in 2003, where I pitched just nine games before being traded to Seattle for Jeff Nelson. No, it wasn't him. Um, 
All right, your time is up. Pass yeah, I'm going to pass. Test. Pass for Ryan. We're on. I know the, the answer, but I'm going to take the clue. The clue is I have the second most saves in Mets history. Oh, I don't know who it is. The second most saves? That's the clue, and your 10 seconds are up, so guess or pass. Wagner. No, incorrect. All right. It's uh, Armando Benitez. It is Armando Benitez. Oh, I forgot that scumbag was a Yankee. I loved Ryan. him, but he sucked for the Yankees. Actually, he didn't. His ERA was like one really or something. Yeah. Oh, but I guess he didn't play. He didn't pitch there that long. So no, just nine games. That yeah. Was wow. All right. Who's up now? Me. Brian. Okay. This is player number five. I didn't miss a game in my first three years with the Yankees, and then missed 111 in my fourth season due to a broken wrist. Mark Teixeira. It's incorrect. You need to hear the clue again. One more time. I didn't miss a game in my first three years with the Yankees and then missed 111 in my fourth season due to a broken wrist. Oh, man. Aaron Judge? No, that's very incorrect. I think I know it, but uh, I'll take the second clue if you don't mind. All right. The second clue is I was on the 2009 World Series team and received my ring on opening day 2010, but as a member of the Angels. Oh, shit. Matsui. It is Hideki Matsui. I know. I'm so pissed. I was actually going to go with Cano for some reason. But then once you said the Angels line, obviously. All right, we're down to our final two players. Ryan is putting a little bit more distance. He's now, what, 28 to 15. So Chris has made a Listen little to you, bit Listen your of voice a- cracks when you talk about how well he's doing. <laughs> he's proud of me. All right. I'm very proud of Ryan. Thanks, bro. He's my younger brother. <laughs> I, Chris goes first here on this round. Mm-hmm. Yes. I debuted with the Yankees in 2005, but in my, my first two se- uh, excuse me, my first two full seasons were in 06 and 07, and I won a combined 38 games. Java Chamberlain. No. Wow, Good not. guess though. Uh, Ryan, do you want to hear the clue again, or do you want? Yeah, to give me the. Clue. I know give it, mother. Again, I don't know it. I debuted with the Yankees in 2005, but my first two full seasons were in 06 and 07, where I won a combined 38 games. Wow, it's either this player or this player, but I'm going to go with Chin Ming Wong. It is Chin Ming Wong. Bang, bang, bang into the room. I know you want Was your other guy Phil Hughes? Yes, it was. Yankee but I, but 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 the whole. I think uh, Wong set a record for most wins in his first two years he with did. the Yankees. He had back-to-back twenty games, wins, uh, winning seasons or something. All right. So who's wait? Up? Was one of those clues about his career-ending injury? I hope it was. Yeah. Well, it wasn't really career-ending. He did pitch after that, but no, it, it ended his career. Like like how this game show is ruining Chris's. You know, uh, people don't talk about Jimmy Wong enough. How fucking good he was until that 
until he slid into home plate and fucking. But he didn't slide into home plate. Just whatever. Shit up. Front. All right, who's up? Last player for the week. Ryan. I think I'm up. All right, I have two brothers that also played in Major League Baseball. <laughs> I mean, it has to be. It has to be Jose Molina. Yeah, it's Jose Molina. Jose, 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 Jose. I should be. If I would have let off with the second clue, I wonder if you guys would have gotten it. It would have been despite only hitting 39 home runs in 15 seasons, I hit the very last home run in the old Yankee Stadium. Yeah, I would have got that. I would have gotten that. I was being vague. But with it would. But I will say it would have been more difficult. Like, I would have had to think a lot more if it if that were the first clue. But I, I would have gotten it. I didn't, I didn't want to say catchers because that would have definitely given it away. All right, so Chris had a good run there to start. Uh, adding, he added eight points to his total to bring him up to fifteen uh, points. But then Ryan stormed back to add three, six, eight, ten points to his total to thirty-four. So Ryan is now leading Chris by nineteen points in the game for a score of thirty-four to fifteen. Chris, who actually fell behind wow. worse this week. <laughs> Jermaine die. Your hair pink. <laughs> so you can earn a you can earn a total of forty two points in the last two rounds. So you're pretty much going to need all of them here. I think it. I'm going to go with the the old two face look for Chris. You yeah, know, we'll do half of half the hair like a pinkish purple. With we'll stick it up a little bit. You know, I shouldn't say Maybe this because I shouldn't face. say this because it's going to bite me in the ass if I lose. But be smart about what color you give me to do. I have dark hair. You know? So Yeah, I'm gonna do pink. <laughs> <laughs> Hot pink? Uh yeah, probably a nice warm pink. If I if I do lose and I have to do hot pink, it's gotta be at least in October. So I can justify no. oh. With my work, why I have pink in my hair? Nah, I asked you before we started. I said you're really gonna go to work with it, and you said yes. No, I said you, I'm Chris, not are gonna, gonna lose. Are you gonna push out if you're mathematically eliminated next week? Uh, we could just no. do a little. We could do a little patch of it. We could do a little patch of your hair. If you're mathematically eliminated next week, will you still do the final week? I'll be right back, guys. Yeah, here's what we should do. We should. If if someone gets mathematically eliminated now, you that's, that's because not fair. Ryan can't Ryan can't be mathematically eliminated. If, if you score all the points next week, you'll be uh, up thirty six to thirty four. Right. So the really the only way that you can take a lead going into the final round is if you take all the points next week. I'll be. I think I'll be okay. I I really do. This week, I honestly I hate the ten second rule. Um, it it's really. Not, first of all, it's not even full. It's not even real. Ten seconds. How about this? By the Christian. time I look up and then decide that I'm going to say anything, it's like fifteen or twenty seconds. Like the first week, I won because you, you know when when we both respond. actually have a minute, I'm clearly smarter. But my brain doesn't work well with the under pressure. The time, yeah. So, bro, so what we want the podcast has to be two and a half hours because you need fifteen minutes after each clue. 
Yeah, what is that's like saying in baseball, like, all right, for for Mike Trout from now on, we're gonna give Mike Trout six strikes to work with. It's no longer three strikes because that's he why, doesn't do well with with the. That's three why strikes. when you're like, enough. oh, I'm great at Jeopardy, and I'm like, okay, fine, you're great at Jeopardy, but then you're like, oh, I have to pause. We can sit and watch question. Jeopardy and pause it, and I'll still answer every question but before that you. Doesn't mean, but what is? That means like you you not playing the game to its rules. You're like, yeah, I, okay, give me this. I'm playing question. my own Jeopardy. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm on the show. We could, Chris, we could give hour. Chris twenty seconds next week if you really want. If you want like to give him we, twenty. When my wife and I watch America says, you know, I'm spitting out fucking answers. Yeah, like, dude. Like, it's, and it's also a pace of play like, here. We're trying to get the pace up. America like, says gonna, is, I, is one of the most childish games. Like <laughs> you you could be a twelve year old and spit out answers. Try and watch Jeopardy and answer just. Three questions. Mi- I bet mi- you. First can. of all, you're missing. First of all, you're missing the point. The point is that I don't sit there and pause the fucking. TV you know, and, talk about kicking someone. Can we change the name of the podcast to "You're Missing the Point"? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> talk about kicking someone when they're down. Like you just fucking gloat all over Ryan doing well, and then you just fucking put me down. Clearly, you have an agenda to push. You don't want to oh, see I me do. win. Last oh. week I was cheating. This week you're, it's an agenda. <laughs> Next week it's Russia. <laughs> or China. Hey, Chris. You will lose. Divide. <laughs> no, that's Russia. That was from Rocky Four. That was Ivan Drago. You will lose. I got it. Ryan got it. That's I, I won. That's. I that's that's why I'm tailoring the game to Ryan because he gets it. As long as you, as, as long from? as you're admitting it. We were colluding. We Ryan and I colluded to let you get the first three to think that you were going to win this week, and then we just was like, "Screw it, we're going, we're going ham on the, <laughs> on the end of the game here." You guys laugh, but I wouldn't put it past you. This is how sore of a loser you are that you actually. Your wife called me the other day. Do you know this? That she called me privately and said that I need to speak to you because you lost in shoots and ladders <laughs> and you kicked the table and threw the shoots and ladders board against the wall. Let me tell That's you something. How- <laughs> My kids think I'm going to let them fucking win a game. They're out of their minds. But you lost. No, I didn't. His- no. Please, I don't lose. Please, is she eight now? She's eight, right? No, we were playing Wii Tennis. And Leah legitimately beat me. Like, I did not let her win, and I fucking flipped. Like, I had to go in the room for a while. That's raising, that's gonna, you're raising a great kid. No, I'm raising a winner. I'm I'm raising a winner, a champion. No, it's okay to lose. Do it with class and dignity. It's never okay to lose. So, when she sets a fire in her classroom because she gets the second highest grade in the class. (laughs) No. Because she can't handle, she can't handle coming in second because of you. You got it's all about winning. Losers get nowhere. Ryan, step mm-hmm. in and, and father these children, please. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I didn't I, I was actually like, wow, Leah, you legit I like I had to I had to really tell her that I did not let her win. And I was proud of her for beating me. But then I beat her ass ten games after that. <laughs> you you beat your children? You heard that. <laughs> yeah. He beats his children. Let me clarify, people. <laughs> somebody because somebody will cut this. At that exact moment, and say Chris Stacy beats his kids, and and I'm sure they they'll cut out a few things from my opening segment, and uh, also say I'm <laughs> racist. So I'm That's, I'm fucked either way. We're canceled. You're canceled. Okay, <laughs> we're canceling the end of the show here. Uh, thank you for listening to episode. Are you going through puberty this week? My voice is really my voice. My mouth is really dry because I didn't bring any Gatorade up here. Oh, I need my Gatorade. Shit. 
All right, get to your kid and wife. Uh, you, you know, you got to go beat yours. <laughs> <laughs> that is not funny. I would never touch I my go wife beat mine too. that way. In we in we tennis. Ryan doesn't have a wife, so let's think about what he means. Well, speaking of before we actually wrap up, because now we speaking of, of America says, and because I don't know if you guys watch Family Feud, especially the Steve Harvey version, it's fucking dirty. Like you can't it's watch dirty. That. It's not a family yeah, show. You can't watch that shit with your kids. Half like, the answers are like pee pee or dingling. Like the other day, like uh, they said, why would a man remarry his ex-wife? And the guy was one dude was like the sex. And when they flipped the board, it said her vajayjay. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. the actual. That was the actual answer. You got to put up there. You got to YouTube some of the outtakes of that show, where like they just let Steve Harvey go on and on over something. It's hilarious. But we were watching America Says before, which is kind of a knockoff, in my opinion, of. Family Feud because it's kind of mm. a similar scenario. Not at all. Where they, yeah, they, I thought so too. They pull people and you have to guess their top answers. Like that's basically the Family Feud. But anyway, like things you like to do to your meat, and it was like grilling, there was a bee up there seasoning. And I there, there was no bee, but I said if this was Family Feud. Beat would definitely be. Oh, absolutely. Skin. They would allow it. They would absolutely allow it. You can't have any pudding if you don't beat your meat. <laughs> I think my my dog's my dog's sick right now. I gotta go check her out. All right, so let's wrap, go. sh- let's wrap up the show here. Thank you very much for listening to episode one seventy eight of the NYYST podcast. Follow us on Twitter because we've lost like two hundred followers for some reason. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going on there. Maybe it's the lack of content. The porn bots are getting erased. Maybe people yeah, just realize we, we suck. I don't know. But please follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. That guy, Rye. Go Yanks. Chris, say goodbye. Peace.